and welcome to another amazing episode of Deus Life, an aspirational podcast. I'm Patrick, and here with me, as always, is Hayden. And Hayden's wearing his Dare shirt today. Yeah, I am. This is my actual Dare shirt. Shout out to the Dare program; it clearly worked on you. Well, it was like the drug education that I needed when I was in fifth grade, so that yeah. I could be cool when I got to the new middle school. Do you remember being violently against like quote unquote drug users? I remember, being like, oh, I, what? I remember I found out my brother drank alcohol, and I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Sean, <laughs> I remember saying out loud to this kid, I will never in my entire life drink alcohol or smoke marijuana. Yeah, it really worked for, for a time. And then I yeah. said it to this kid and he had an older brother who drank. And he was like, well, I'm definitely getting drunk. My brother <laughs> does not. It looks like a ton of fun. And that it was like it was feedback that was three or four seconds after I said it that then started the process of that knocking trickle down, knocking, feedback. knocking it down a little bit, getting me yeah. off that high horse. When did you start? Uh, I guess everybody's first drug is alcohol, which to me is a terrible first drug. God, well, what, the, so the culture's it's wrong so about available. that one. Available, yeah. But you're absolutely right because I mean, when was the first time alcohol ever touched your? You ever took a sip? of Touched alcohol? my lips. Yeah, I was like, sounded <laughs> yeah, glad you I didn't like, say that. I didn't want to, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what up, mom? I think yeah. it was like getting a, it was 16. Yeah. That's no, pretty but, good age. No, but I mean like having it like your dad gives you a sip of beer or oh, something. No, like we that. never did that. That's like a weird, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you did that clearly. Well, one time I, I remember, I remember one time when I was with my family on like a family, uh, in Canada that, uh, and my dad gave me a sip of his beer when I was like, I don't know, nine or something like that. Just to gross you out so you never want it again. One little sip. And yeah. the problem was, is I was like, that's tasty. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, mm. which is weird. But I think it was mostly me just marveling at the novelty of it for, yeah. my, for my own sake. Maybe of, pretending. Oh, well, that's delicious. Well, I'm pretty woke, bro, because have, yeah. tri- have you ever tried beer? Yeah. Going, yeah. Back, to, <laughs> going yeah. back to my fourth grade. Well, I mean, did you invent the word woke go, then go if with, you were using going it? Going back, back to my fourth grade <laughs> class. To, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I didn't know you, you coined that term. But I would, say, I would say as far as like alcohol learning uh 15 hmm there you go was it was it your parents alcohol that you took no it would have been like friend parties and stuff yeah. whenever i started going to high school parties i okay. guess yeah yeah but yeah I, I resent that alcohol is such a part of the culture like there's just Dude, better it got, it drugs got, it got grandfathered in man it's so old yeah. what do you think about the theory that uh oh, just not having to like i had to unlearn a lot of that you know what i mean like we're going out time to drink you know what i mean like uh and then you get older and you're like, wait, it fucks with my sleep. It makes me feel tired and shitty. Like, nah, fuck this thing. Well, I can do without it. Well, let's, yeah. let's, this is an important opportunity because you have a valuable knowledge set in biology. So can, yeah, maybe questionable. Can, yeah. Okay. Well, as well as you can or can't, can you, <laughs> can you tell our listeners and share with them? Um, I'm curious what physiologically alcohol does because i know it's heavy in carbohydrates so it triggers a yeah, ins- so it triggers the, the, an insulin response yeah the problem is and especially like if you want to commit nutritional suicide the worst thing you can do is like a sugary alcohol mixed drink so like mixing alcohol with non-diet soda is like i don't know you might as well like just stab your liver at, at some point uh it, it, you couldn't be worse you're giving your liver things sugar and alcohol two things that it like has to work really hard to metabolize and it has to metabolize it fast and it can't keep up with that pace so it turns into fat like it can't turn it into fat and transport it out of the liver fast enough so that's why you get with alcohol with a lot of people that are alcoholics they get fatty liver disease yeah Um, is that called cirrhosis is cirrhosis fatty liver disease no uh, that would be different like cirrhosis is god i mean it's definitely an inflammation of the liver um 
I mean, I'm sure the two are intertwined. I'm not knowledgeable enough on cirrhosis. Okay. I think that's like a, a de- declining yeah. liver function. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So alcohol is taxing on your liver for sure. It's, well, In I mean, the same way like that sugar is. And that's why when you'll get NAFLD, which is a big thing, you'll get non-alcoholic fatty liver disease because yeah. it's the same It's the same phenotype. It's the same, same way. Same end result. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same disease really in the, th- the same pathology. It's okay. just a different molecule. And then how does alcohol interrupt your sleep? How does alcohol interrupt your sleep? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can tell you like the physiological mechanisms by which well, it fake does it. that, fake but it, it does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you've ever yeah. worn some sort of wearable that, that tracks any sort of sleep measure, you, you'll know this. So do you think it um, negatively impacts your REM sleep or is it that your breathing is let me think affected? About that. Let me think about this completely anecdotally. Hmm. Ram, or I, I would say more deep sleep that it would interrupt. It must, because that's yeah. like what's it's like what you're getting to. Yeah, because yeah. I would say it's it's like and easy. If any, and if you're gonna miss out on anything, that's what you're gonna miss out on, likely. Yeah, yeah, and that's probably why people don't treat it as seriously, maybe because it helps them fall asleep, right? So that's yeah. another problem. They fall asleep, they probably still dream. So it's like, okay, you're getting REM sleep, you're getting light sleep, but you're, you're not getting the real deep restorative sleep that you need. Uh, I wish I had come more prepared for this. I mean, there's things, there's certain knowledge I have off the top of my head, but yeah. if I know I'm going to talk about something, I'll refresh on yeah. it. Yeah, oh yeah, this is, this is a cold recall. Like if you told this me to, I would have had cirrhosis down pat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, the two are obviously interconnected. For but, sure. but I, I believe cirrhosis is specifically like declining liver function. Okay. Right? So then, so then, all right, jumping off of this then, if you were to prescribe a first drug for somebody to try that isn't alcohol. The first drug? Uh, well, I mean, why do they need it? Uh... I don't know. I mean, I also think caffeine's kind of a, a, a spiral that you don't really need to. Mm. It depends on the person. Like, people metabolize and have different relationships with caffeine. Um, and there's certainly benefits, like, to performance with yeah. caffeine. It's it's one of the only things you can point to as, like, really something that can acutely uh, positively impact athletic performance. I mean, there's plenty of evidence that caffeine can do that. Uh, and I think ultimately using caffeine as a stimulant might be a little better than, you know, what most people our age turn to, which is medical grade meth. So, Ooh. Uh, <laughs> <Shout> <laughs> <out>. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, there can be some benefits. I, I actually try to keep like caffeine milligrams lower, like below a hundred per, per day per day. Yeah. Cause I don't want to build that tolerance. Like I never want to wake up feeling like I need caffeine. Okay. Right. But it is an enjoyable thing. Like, it is. It's nice. It's a nice molecule. It's nice and, to feel alert. Yeah, my whole philosophy on like using different molecules, I don't know, some of them get called drugs and some of them don't. I don't, I don't know why. They're all just molecules. Um, okay, we're going to reframe this entire thing. Because, it's, I mean, you're absolutely right. You've got... Yeah, I mean, people, nootropics, uh, things like this. Like, there's all these different words for things and classifications for things. It's really just like molecules do things and certain ones do certain things. Even if it's even if it's an alcohol group on a... Yeah. That's a molecule Yeah, as well. and usually there's, you know, positives and potential negatives, whether they're short-term or long-term, you know. So everything has to be kind of considered in that, in okay. that way, but... I don't know. There's there's different philosophical arguments for things. So if if you really love drinking and you're like, I don't care if it takes years off my life or something like for 20 years, I want to party as hard as possible. And that's what I want to do with my life. Like, I don't know. Go for it. Like we have have different agendas, but it doesn't necessarily mean. Well, I would say you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) No, right. But there's an argument to be made. Right. Like. This is kind of what we were getting at uh, a little bit in a much different way. We were talking about this on the Megan Dom episode, which yeah. is like this certainty. Like it, if there's anything that bothers me when when certain public discussions happen, it's like 
certainty. Like I'm not even like certain people. that time is linear. I'm not even so certain <laughs> that you're sitting in front of me right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. So is it is it misplaced or unearned certainty that people speak with? It's just weird. It's kind of off-putting to me. Um, it's not like offensive or I'm not angered by it. It's yeah. like, uh, is it, well, does it's it just make, confusing to me. Yeah, I get that. Maybe I'm jealous. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I've to never felt s- certain about pretty be, much anything. To be yeah. that assured of something? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that might be the issue. But I get that. Yeah, I've, I've been reading a lot about time lately. Ooh. Very, very into time tell these me, days. All right, tell me what's what's new. What's what's the latest on time? Uh, so I was reading. Uh, Ted Chung has a story, story of your life. It was turned into the movie Arrival, all about this alien species, and and they come and they teach the woman their language, and by understanding the language, she understands that uh, this very deterministic outlook that that time is, you know, it's not this thing that humans experience it linearly, and thus we ascribe action reaction and we ascribe like consequence to actions they experience it in the way that dr manhattan from the watchman experiences it which is you experience your life all at once and you can kind of live in different moments um and because of that you know you go through the motions because you have to but but nothing is really like there's not really a free will aspect and there's a lot of like freedom in that because nothing's really up to you, I guess. You're just going through the motions because you have to and you're experiencing things, but so you're not necessarily impacting the future. So if it's already happening, why do you have to go through the motions? It's a weird thing. It's like uh, the heptopods are the aliens in the story. <laughs> Tell me more about the heptopods, Well, they're Pat. heptopods. That's that's a human label on the aliens, and they're called heptopods because they're like is, te- tentacle creatures. Is that, dis- is that a disparaging term? No, no, no. That's It's like a totally correct term based on based, human Latin. <laughs> based on this book. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're called heptopods in the book. So what would yeah. so what would like the slang term if you were to like disparage? If you you, you get to make you want up, me to disparage aliens well, I want that you, I love. I, I want love you, I want you to make up a street slang term that oh, exists people that exists in <laughs> that exists in this fictional book based on the term. Uh, you heptopods. call them like slimers, I guess. You know, slimers, or anchors. So yeah, they're pretty inky. Yeah. Heptopods. Yeah, they they communicate via ink. Inky <laughs> <laughs> slimers. Yeah, they make these ink like pictographs, and that's their okay. language. That's how they communicate. Yeah, yeah, right. single image, and it's sort of like Chinese a little bit, where it's mm-hmm. symbolic and the different. Um, written movements kind of denote different things within a single icon. Uh, it's pretty cool though. It's pretty eye opening, And I feel like uh, time is one thing that we all get horribly wrong right now. I don't think we have the capacity to really understand it, but um, there's another book I'm reading right now. Brian Greene's Fabric of the Cosmos. Fabric of the Cosmos. I really slept on Brian Greene. He's awesome. Like, <laughs> okay. uh, I've tried to read physics books in the past, and they're, they're so difficult. And they're it's dense, like, yeah. all right, chapter one. I understand 80% of this mm-hmm. moving forward. Okay, chapter two. Well, I kind of needed that 20%, so now I'm at like 60%. Okay, <laughs> yeah. chapter three. Well, I'm really missing a lot now. Yeah. I'm down to like 30%. Yeah, is this chemistry? <laughs> and we're yeah. we're going to close this book and move on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's how most physics books are to me. But Brian Greene, like... He does these really cool metaphors and, uh, God, he really makes physics work for dumb people like myself. And, and, uh, so if you're, so if you're somebody listening to this and you go, man, I need to find some more books to read, or I need find, I need to find a way to consume. Is it reading books? Is it listening to books? Do you have an audible account? Do you recommend audible? I or do don't you read, like audiobooks. Or, or do you read physical books? Because I only listen to books. Really? And you listen at like two times speed, which is crazy to me. Like I can't live in the atmosphere of it, right? <laughs> like I, that's crazy to me. I'm on 1.1. 1. 1. 1. 1.1. So I had an Audible account and I had four credits. Yeah. Fuck you, Audible. Because when <laughs> I went to cancel it, it was like, you're going to lose the things you already paid for. I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. So I had to buy four 
You got so, you got to buy four books. Yeah, I had or to. Had to. I you had were to. using had. The, I had to. They forced me to get four books. Well, they 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 twisted your arm a little. You could have you could have let your credits expire. Yeah, but why would I do that? I already paid for them. I mean, that's the had port. So I got four things that I wanted to quote unquote read, yep. and now I'm listening to some of them. Okay. Um, uh, the one I got that was cool. So I got one. It was a John Ronson Audible exclusive. I mainly got Audible exclusives because if I'm going to use an Audible credit, I might as well do stands an Audible to, exclusive. Stands to reason. Yeah, he did a uh, series on. I listened to his other one, The Butterfly Effect. That was an Audible exclusive, and that was on like the disruption of the porn industry by the Pornhub people and that yeah, company. It was really just one guy that kind of started all that. Um, and the way that they codified videos and stuff, it like just totally changed the entire industry. Really? Like just, just, it's a brand new industry now. What's the name of that book? The Butterfly Effect? The Butterfly Effect. Yeah, it's okay. on Audible. Uh, and John Ronson's fun if you know him. He's, he's great. Uh, and then I listened to another one that was also in porn because it had to do with a woman that killed herself after being publicly shamed oh. on Twitter. And he wrote another book on publicly shaming. So it kind of mixed those two worlds for him. Yeah. And that was all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. But you listen to 1.1? Yeah, 1.1 guy. 1.2 is too fast. 1.2 yeah. is all. Yeah, I, I enjoy listening at, uh, at faster speeds. Yeah. And it's something that I've just built. I've Why? Because I can consume the information that much more efficiently. I get it. Yeah. And so what's interesting is I would recommend anybody out there, if you listen to podcasts, even on this podcast, is to try for five minutes listening at 2x. And for the first, mm. here's the thing. Here's I talk the thing. too fast. <laughs> No, you don't. Try listening at 2x speed. You won't be able to listen at 2x speed. <laughs> exactly. When you, when you start talking like that, that's when it turns into comedy. But I will say, even listening to this podcast, listening to us at 2x, it's not too fast. And you might think it's fast, it's fast, and it definitely is, but you, it's amazing how quickly your brain catches up to it. And if you give it five solid minutes of testing and then try going back to one, and, welcome to the day's life. Like, it's... It changes it a little bit. Now, when you did a slow voice, it reminded me of deep voices. Deep voices. And when I think about deep voices, I think because I just watched uh, The Last Dance. Yeah. The oh, shout out to Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> on the, you know, Jordan and the Bulls and, and their last season, but really about their entire dynasty and the players involved and the personalities involved. Yeah. Scotty Pippen. What do you think about him? His family is a family of Ents. Do you oh. know the ends from Lord of the Rings? Yeah. The big tree people? Yeah. They're all tree people. They all look like trees. They all talk <laughs> like trees. Like, it's this giant. Remember they had the family picture because they had like a bunch of kids. And it oh, was all these yeah. like giant gentle people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, oh my God. I, I, I love Scottie Pippen. Yeah. He's like this, this gentle giant. And uh, he reminds me. I, I thought at one point he was going to go. And that's when we decided. Michael was not an orc. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was waiting for it. I was blown away. And I'm I'm now finding myself having newfound I have newfound respect for Dennis Rodman. Because mm. he has gone to the beat of his own drum. It's amazing. For it just doesn't give a fuck. And that dude, during the last dance, he missed a practice during the NBA finals so that he could go <laughs> to a <laughs> wrestling event. Yeah, that's funny. And he didn't tell anybody. He didn't tell anybody he was going from Chicago or Salt Lake City to like Michigan to go hang out with Hulk Hogan and be on the NWO. Yeah. New World Order, I think, is the name of that uh, that that yeah. wrestling organization. There was a scene in that that was eye opening. It was Hogan and and all the people involved, like and and Rodman sitting around a table with all these girls Backstage, and alcohol yeah. and drugs. And I was like, oh shit, the the 
pro wrestling people were like rock stars. They yeah. just lived this rock star oh, life. Oh, yeah. Brother. Where they're doing roids and cocaine and women and yeah. probably drugs to get their dicks up because of the roids <laughs> and the cocaine. And yep. it's like, oh my God, these guys really live this like rock star lifestyle. Yeah. And then Dennis Rodman was really out there getting paid 250 G's to go be on this thing, yeah. be on the TV show, go be on wrestling. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter that he got fined 20 grand for missing practice. Yeah, yeah. Rodman, uh, he used to show up a bit because he lives in Southern California. Uh, I have a friend that has a... What do you mean show up a bit? He used to show up at some shows. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I remember there's a band called Sega Genocide. Shout out Sega Genocide. They do a great 90s cover night at this place called La Cave in Costa Mesa. Cool. I remember I'd see Rodman on their Instagram sometimes. Like I think he showed up multiple times to that night. Yeah. He just shows up in Southern California, like he shows up at different events and stuff, and it's Rodman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will him. say though, I mean, uh, kind of a callback to drug use. He <laughs> yep. does look twenty years older than everybody else in that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like Pippen and Jordan. Oh my God, they look great. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, they must be like, what are they? Late fifties, fifty-five, something like that. Yeah. Probably, I'd say. But but also like this is fifty-five with with a billion dollars heavy physical abuse yeah yeah heavy physical abuse but a lot of rehab but heavy dollars deployed for body maintenance and yeah. optimization yeah but not when they were playing like what a different time what a different time where people would oh my god like when jordan came into the league and everybody's drinking beers at halftime and everybody's yeah. smoking cigarettes and it's like oh my god i remember he talks about food poisoning from the pizza yeah and i'm like would LeBron eat a pizza the night before the <laughs> finals game? Yeah. No, dude. No He's in the tank with like things hooked up. Epsom salt. Electro-stimulator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping, yeah. Sleeping in a yeah. low oxygen, cha- low yeah, oxygen exactly. chamber. Like what a different world. Yeah. A fam- and Rodman's out partying the night yep. before. Yeah. yeah. There's a famous picture of one of the guys in the very first Super Bowl smoking a cigarette at halftime. Mm-hmm. Like in the game, he's wearing his pads. Like he's got, and he's just like in the locker room smoking a cigarette during the yeah, Super Bowl. I mean, it just used to be like a, a thing, right? You live your life and you play football during that life. It's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It's crazy how specialized it's become. Well, I mean, when the dollars and the market is there, and it's you're making millions and millions of dollars, like your yeah. life becomes the game for sure. Yeah. So, how do you go about uh, finding a new skill to acquire? A new skill? A new skill. I mean, I have so many. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But like if you were to identify a new one, is it as simple as Googling it? I don't know. I mean, I think like, what do I need to feel better? Uh, I don't know. For me, it was martial arts. That's what I got really into. Yeah. And, and now that's that, that'll probably be the thing for a long time. Yeah. Uh, podcasting. Here's another skill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's things that benefit me, right? Martial arts benefits you. Whether you get into a fight or not, like the confidence uh, of knowing a little more and every time you learn a little bit more you get a little more confident and it's like so hard and you suck for so long <laughs> that like yeah. you know there's always that motivation i think um and there's such visible examples of people that are good at it so that's pretty cool um yeah podcasting to me was really cool because this is really useful i can meet people that i otherwise couldn't meet uh, I can talk about things, which is sort of a, a thing I like to do. Yeah. Uh, I can form better opinions and kind of battle test them. Uh, yeah, there's it's, there's, there's it, a lot of benefits to it. It's funny. Patrick and I were j- or talking about this uh, before we started recording that uh, I said that there every once in a while there will be an entire day go by where I'm hanging out by myself. I'm working by myself and I don't actually speak words out loud. Mm-hmm. And I asked Patrick if that's ever happened to him. And his answer was... If you've ever if you've ever gone a day <laughs> what, without me without saying a word. Oh yeah, no, I don't think I've gone ten minutes without saying a word. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because just 
humming, talking, laughing at hilarious thoughts I have. You know, I, I don't know. I'm just a loud person in, in some respects. But. And you and you, you don't mind. And you, you speak. You just talk to yourself, right? I don't know if I'm a loud person. You're not loud. But I'm a very vocal person. You're vocal. Yeah. Okay. That's an important, that's an important distinction. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I'm a loud person. Not at all. Yeah. Not yeah. at all. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Indeed. But yeah, I mean, talking is like a... It's a huge thing. Making making mouth noises is probably my biggest hobby. So I mean, not bad at it. Yeah, I fucking love mouth noises. Shout out to mouth noises. Shout out to mouth noises, indeed. So we're we're coming up on time a little bit. Do you, do you have something you want to bring up? I mean, those are. I mean, I was touching on the things. Okay, I got something. <laughs> bring it, yeah. All right, all right. Tell me if this is weird to you. Why do you like skin cuts, especially on fingers and toes? Why do they hurt so goddamn much? Like, what a horrible feature of human physiology. I remember I stubbed my toe, like, pretty bad once, uh, maybe a year ago, and it hurt to, like, wear shoes for, for weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what an, what an impractical <laughs> thing. Like, to me, the ideal thing would be you get hurt, there's a pain response, and then kind of, like, dull that area a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to keep being reminded that my toe is cut. Um, Isn't that how it generally works, though? Like your body like adapts to sort of not be overwhelmed by the same stimulus in terms of pain or discomfort? I guess I've been uh, kickboxing in the park and my yeah. feet kind of get cut up doing it, which is yeah. great. They get really hard and yeah. like sturdy yeah. from it. They're already kind of adapted. So but I get like little cuts on my toes yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Frodo feet for <laughs> yeah, Frodo sure. Feet, That's what yeah. I'm going for. Yeah. yeah, You don't want to take a head <laughs> kick from this cement <laughs> block I'm walking exactly, on. Exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I get these little little cuts and stuff. And it's like, you know, I'm not going to complain about it, but it's it's really annoying. <laughs> so bet. let me complain about I it. I bet. Well, I, I think I recall learning somewhere that uh, that paper cuts it like it it fucks your shit up at like the the, the not like not cellular level. It makes level. sense that fingers and toes would be super sensitive because you you need to touch with them. You need right? them, yeah. But come on, human body. Yeah, paper I, cuts. I think hurt you at like the nerve level or something like that, yeah. or it's, like it's 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 a very, cirrhosis. I think that's what they a, do. Yeah, <laughs> they they cause finger cirrhosis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's what the issue is. So yeah, I guess that is uh that's very very much a thing. Okay, well I guess uh, I guess we should close on that then. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do you want to shout out to our sponsor? F- f- <laughs> finger cuts, yeah, absolutely. Shout you out can to- tell we got a guest coming and we need to go. <laughs> shout, shout out to finger cuts. Um, anyway, guys, we need to go now. It's been great. Thanks exactly. for spending time with us. Yeah, All so, right. So if you want to find out more about the show, you can go to DeusLifePod.com. If you want to back us or sponsor the show as one of our Patreon support- supporters, we would hugely appreciate that. You get a very a sincere shout out on the show and an insincere shout out by email or text. Yeah, that's true. And if we get to a thousand subscribers on the show, just throwing it out there, I have the new Kanye album that no matter when I publish this episode is probably not going to be released. So I have it. I'm the only one on the planet that has it. We get to a thousand subs. I'll release it for you guys. You heard it here first. Yeah. So uh, other than that, I want to thank our uh, sponsor real quickly. This is Challenger Men's Care, which is a line of personal care products. You can find out more about Challenger Men's Care. They make... Uh, really high quality styling cream pomades, uh, shine pomades. There's shower product, shampoo, conditioner, body wash. You can find out more at challengercare.com or by searching for Challenger on Amazon uh, if you have an Amazon account. And I want to shout out wildlife photographers on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Because most of our social content on our Instagram page at Deus Life Pod is uh, different animal pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for letting me repost. I'll always tag and credit you. Woo! Thanks for being great. And if you are an animal photographer out there, <laughs> for those of you listening, we feel, would love. Feel free to send us your animal photos. Oh, I thought you were going to invite them on the show. Oh, well, you yeah, just sure. ask for free shit. Well, we, uh, well yeah, we, we'll, 
we'd love to have you on the show too. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. Tell us about the photos. Talk that you about sent the us. talk about the yeah the lens settings and the ISO and the f stop and uh, all those Perfect. things. Woo! Perfect. Well, this has been a wonderful episode. Uh, we're about to welcome our guest, but uh, thank you, everybody. This has been Deus Life, an aspirational podcast, and we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.